0: the weekend, oh, dear, 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 I tell you, since Sunday ended, the testimonies have begun to flow, yes, have you received some, yeah, me too, I've re- received a few, and I think that when we have our, um, when is it, when we next have our testimony service, we're going to let some of them come and share it. People have been waiting for specific letters for months and months and months. Monday morning, sharp, it arrives. It can only be God. Amen. It can only be God. And I see your testimony coming. In Jesus' name, amen. If you haven't been checking your mail for it, check it. If you haven't been checking wherever you need to be checking, go and check it. If you have to make a phone call, check it. Amen. Yeah, as for your bank account, what you have put in is not there. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a blessing. Hallelujah. It's a blessing. Let's continue to pray that whatever God has blessed us with over the last three days, may it not be taken away from us. May we not lose it. Amen. And may we see it till it bears much fruit. Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs. Proverbs, 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 you know, last week I just introduced it and I said I will look at a couple of things and um, some of the things that uh, are really highlighted and uh, major themes in it and um, since it's Wednesday, you know, we can pick all the things that we can only pick on Wednesday, Amen. And I thought that it would be a good place to start because we are going to look at a couple of the areas of life that Proverbs highlights and drill into them a little bit more so that we will have not just wisdom, but we'll also have great understanding in those areas. Remember last week I told you that Proverbs teaches you certain things to follow as an example, certain things to avoid as an example, isn't it? It's one of the things you should learn about life. Anywhere you go to, anywhere, anybody you interact with, there's always something in there to learn, good or bad. So when you can watch somebody's marriage and learn what not to do, you can watch somebody's marriage and learn what you can exemplify. You can visit a place and know what not to do. And you can visit a place and know what to do. Do you understand? Yeah. One of the things, should I share something with you? I know why it's like one of the things I realized, you know, as well when I used to catch the bus, as well in London, I don't know if it happens in Leeds. Hop on the bus in South London, then you see my fellow countrymen and women. When they hop onto the bus, whether they're on the phone or they're with their friend, hey, they'll be shouting. Their conversation is, the person is sitting by them or the person is on the phone. They'll be shouting to disturb every. Oh, it's in list 2. Stop saying power and learn from it. For me, it taught me that, oh, it's we talk when we're on the it's not good at all. So you learn what not to do. do. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, first of all, you are you are speaking in tongues. What? <laughs> you are speaking in tongues. And the people around you can't understand at all. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Oh <clears throat> listen, everything teaches you something. So me then I learn what not to do. Do you understand? I mean, I am so bad that even in my most relaxing times, like as Christmas is coming, do you know that in two weeks' time, I'll be able to lie down for hours and hours. In Jesus' name, amen. (laughs) But when I'm even lying down and relaxing, and the kind of things I like to watch when I'm relaxing, most people will find tedious and difficult. But I like, you know, I, I know I'm a pastor. Pray for me. I like, no, I don't like wrestling. Wrestling is good, though. Me, I like Prison Break. Twenty Four. Yeah, you see, I like things that are very, either very gory, or very manipulative. But every time I'm watching any of those, I get a message inside. I learn something from it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most people watch Twenty Four, and all they remember is Jack Bauer. There's no, but it teach, One of the things about Twenty Four is that it teaches you about loyalty. Yeah. So, everything you can learn, even the movie that you go and watch, you can learn something from it. Everything about life teaches you good or bad. The book of Proverbs has taken time because remember, it was David's son and a few others who have sat down and realized, analyzed life and the totality of life. So, really, Proverbs gives us a good synopsis. Is that a good word? Yeah. Used in the right context? Okay. So I thought that a good place to start would be to talk about foolishness. I left it for, that's why it's only on Wednesday that, you see, on Sunday when you have first time, you can't say that today our message is on foolishness. Amen, amen, amen. Let the church say amen. Mm. So I thought that through Proverbs, we're going to look at certain characteristics and also types of foolishness. So I want to give you a little bit, listen, there must be some course like foolology, the study of fools. I'm sure there has to be. <laughs> First of all, before we even turn to our Bible, what is foolishness? You see, before I even give you the meaning, let me tell you something. (laughs) Can you people be serious today? (laughs) It's Wednesday. You see, me and myself, when I was preparing the message, I was like, God, why don't you give me something, you know? (laughs) First of all, even in the book of Proverbs alone, that word fool or foolish comes up more than 66 times. And Proverbs has only 31 chapters. So it tells you the matter is serious. <laughs> <laughs> so that is one of my reasons for starting with foolishness. Don't worry. In, if we don't finish foolishness today, because the foolishness, we have degrees. So we have to talk about, how. I don't know. If it takes us to the end of the year, it has taken us to the year. But at least 2019, foolishness will not be up with us. Amen. So, <laughs> uh, you people be serious. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Listen, I haven't eaten, Pastor Sam gave me a banana from which he got. Pastor Sam and I were eating a banana. You would think we are having rice and chicken with salad. <laughs> the bananas is waving. Half ripe, they were not really <laughs> 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 But as he sat across from me, he'll take one banana, I'll take one. Then we'll get some peanuts. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> uh. The next thing that we need to know about foolishness is that no one wants to be a fool. That's why we are studying it. Because nobody wants to be a fool, isn't it? Nobody wants to be a fool. Nobody wants to be taken as a fool, isn't it? The next thing also is that no parent wants to raise a fool. Even though in some cultures they insult their children by that. It's true. Even when the child just slips and falls or does something. <laughs> 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 can I? Can I? Auntie, said it for me. Auntie, you say, take it. Didn't <laughs> sir. How would you say foolish in them? Benzi. Very posh. It's too posh. Really. How do you say it in French? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> until Auntie I, I just said it very easily. This is Wednesday. Wednesday, we do wild. Don't we accept wild on Wednesday? A <laughs> don't and then what's the French one? <laughs> Très eh? Betis. Très mauvaise. mauvaise. That one I know. <laughs> who who uh, do you know how to say it in Swahili? Do you, how, how do you say it in? Uh, do, is it just Yoruba? Yeah, Yoruba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see Christians. You see Christians. You see Christians, and this one I'm even talking about foolishness. So, so, when I move and I start talking about sex, don't be able to tell anything. No, they're afraid. It's too wild. It's foolish. It's wild because I'm a pastor. Ah, it's the pastor You're in the spirit. Your head is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Chanel, do you have a word that you use for fool? <laughs> <laughs> idiot boy. <laughs> you yeah, just like idiots. 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 Okay, I we had a friend in South Africa, she also had another phone where she said idiotic. Oh dear. So what did I say? No one wants to be a fool. No parent wants to raise a fool. The second thing also is that God does not want us. <laughs> God does not want His children behave yourself. God does not want His children to turn out as fools. God also doesn't want us to be. That's why He spends so much time. In fact, there are about fourteen or fifteen books in the Bible. Where, uh, you know, fool. <laughs> Number four, we've all done foolish things before or are currently doing foolish things. <laughs> we've all done. C- c- can you remember when you have been a little. <laughs> Oh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes you can see that this one, yeah, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. There was a, there was a, do you remember that documentary or something that was on BBC where they went to, the immigration people went underground, the tube, and then they got hold of this guy, and they asked him, how old is he? Then he gave his age. then they said, date of birth, then he said, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get the date, right? (laughs) Take your time. The fifth thing is that there are grades of foolishness. Levels. Foolishness comes in levels. I'm giving myself and you a reason why we need to study this. Because once we know all uh, the, 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 the circumference of foolishness <laughs> 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 or the radius the radius then you know that you avoid that circle, isn't it? Or when you go inside the circle, you can also know that I'm inside that circle. When, when you even open your dictionary, I'm not kidding you. said, if you have a very good dictionary, then you just Google meaning of fool. One of them gave me 60 different... <laughs> a person who acts unwisely a silly person. Idiot. There's another word, but that's why even me, I can't use. It's, it is what I can't do for Wednesday. It is one unless in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in the Bible. That word is in the Bible though. No, the word is in the Bible. But every time we see it in the Bible, then we use other words. You know, one day T.T.J. was preaching, he used the word, and then the person who was reading changed the word, and then he had to call the person that, why have you changed the word? Stick to the word. A really decorated donkey still? You said it. So that's also a fool. (laughs) 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 Name comp Name, compound, buffoon, ignoramus, imbecile, simpleton Father, sanctify the mouth and lips of all your children Jackass. Mm. Fat head. Bonehead. Dumb head, thick head, wooden head, air head, pin head, pea brain, bad brain, jack, dipstick, noodle, donkey, twit, goat, plonker. Balloon. (laughs) Meatball. (laughs) Mince meat, mince (laughs) meat. Can you guys focus? I'm trying to give you some of the meanings of Hmm. clown, a whiner, a weenie a dog, a bozo, a boob. I thought boob was breast. Anyway, 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 that was just a question. Amen. (laughs) 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 There are about five levels of foolishness and the basic and the first one, which we can at least talk about for a few minutes is what the Bible, some versions of the Bible, would describe as a simple thing or simple minded or somebody who is naive. Amen. Do you know that out of our naivety and our simpleness, we can do foolish things? We can take foolish decisions. We can, you know, um, let me read a, a few. You know, there's a, a Proverbs chapter 10. Proverbs chapter 10 mentions foolishness like six or seven times, just that one. Proverbs chapter 10, the Bible says in verse 1, A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. But my, 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 my ghetto Bible says, wise son, glad father, stupid son, sad mother. <laughs> it's equally equated. Then he goes on to say, Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but the Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to perish. He that gathereth in the summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that brings shame. Blessings upon the head of the just by violent. Uh, yeah, verse 10, he that winketh with the eye causes sorrow, but a pratting fool shall fall. There's something about foolishness that we must hate with a passion. You understand what I'm saying? Then verse 18. We are still on Proverbs. Day, it says that he that hideth hatred with lying lips, and he that utter a slander is a fool. Verse 23 it is as a sport to a fool to do mischief. It's like his game sports. But a man of understanding has wisdom. Amen. Proverbs chapter 14. Proverbs chapter 14. Tina, do you have your Bible with you? Proverbs 14, verse 15. 14 verse 15 the simple believes every word but the prudent considers well his steps so when when um when we see the a verse like that one it's talking about the naive person the simple believes every word but the prudent man looketh well to his going i want to give us a little bit of characteristics about The simple-minded or the naive person. But the first thing about it is that when a child is naive, it is endearing, it is nice, do you understand? But it becomes very dangerous when an adult is naive. Do Do you understand? It is totally unacceptable. Do you understand? And that is why certain crimes when they are committed against under 16, the punishment is different. And when it's committed with somebody over 18 or whatever, it can be contended. Because when the person is 12 and they say, oh, they were raped, they were this, they were this. It's true. Do you understand? Even if they came, even if they forced the person, you know, like maybe teacher and student or whatever, the teacher will still go to jail. Even if the student harassed the teacher. But when you're of a certain age and even that one, you were actually raped, or maybe they spiked your drink. You have to go and prove it. Because now it's your naivety and your simpleness that would have brought you. I didn't know there was something in my drink. I didn't know. Do you understand? So naivety is acceptable in a child. It is dangerous in an adult. Ignorance at a certain age is not beautiful. I didn't know. It's not. In fact, even the law t- says it, isn't it? Ignorance of the law is what? No excuse. Yeah. In fact, if, if you are growing, you expect that as you are growing, you increase in knowledge. Isn't it? And that is why there's a scripture in the Bible that says with the age is wisdom. What it says is that with the age, we expect wisdom. It doesn't mean that necessary. How many of us have relatives who give the most stupid advice? I have one. I have a few. I, I'm telling you, I had an auntie that my sister and I, when we finished university, went to see her. She was a very generous auntie who always had, you know, every time she saw you, you know, cash flows. So we like to be around her. Then, as we finished university, you know, and we went to her with excitement, and it's like now, you know, and then there was another auntie there who was like, yeah, now that you have all finished, you have to think about marriage. Then she just stood up. She said, marriage is like prison handcuffs. If you want to be imprisoned, go and marry. And that is a foolish advice coming from an elderly elderly person. Amen. And she is married. And she's been married like 60 years or whatever. But she was giving advice to people who already didn't want to get married. You understand? So instead of rather encouraging us that no, it's good, you know, they no, she was giving us foolish advice. So so with the age, you would expect that as you are growing, life lessons will teach you, your study will teach you, you understand? You will learn. But when naivety is strong, we don't learn even from our mistakes. And that's why sometimes we are even confused that I was the person naive or they are just bad. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't know. I mean, you know, you can, I was just having a chat with, for some, you can have a brother just appear in the church. Every girl he sees, I love you. I love you. Doesn't he expect that at some point the circle will come around? The next thing about the naive foolishness is that it's unsophisticated in its thinking. And doesn't discriminate in its thinking. It's unsophisticated, so it doesn't think far. Can't think far. Doesn't think far at all. Doesn't know. You know, if when something is said to them, it's like, ooh. What did the pastor say? His wife said, he told his wife, he said, the plane is blowing its horn. And the wife said, okay. You see, like if uh, with all these religions and all that we have in our society, when, when, when an intellectual person comes to that and says, listen, whatever you believe in, just be sincere in your beliefs. As long as you are sincere in your belief, yeah, but it depends on what belief it is. Do, do you understand? But when your thinking is unsophisticated, then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm really sincere about, uh, what do you call it, uh, Yoga. Oh, I'm really sincere about Buddha. I'm, do, do, do you understand? It's not about. It's not just about their sincerity, but it's also about what they belief is. So what I'm saying is that you can't just be simplify your thinking. Do you understand? It's unsophisticated. It's. It's like when somebody says something, you just take it. Yeah, Ladies, say amen. When somebody says I'll marry you, don't just take it. Yeah have to ask basic questions. Do you have a job? Do you have a job? Yeah, yeah. In fact, can I come into this conversation? If you are a proper Christian, you see that question about, oh, he's a good Christian. You should rise above that. That is for simple level. Do you understand? By the time you're analyzing somebody for marriage, we shouldn't be asking discussing whether he's a Christian. If he wasn't a Christian, how have you considered him on your list? So that criteria should not even be on the list. Because those who are called for a second interview must all at least have basic <laughs> Yes. So that now we are going to, because he didn't say he wanted a boy, a girlfriend. He says he wants a wife. So if he wants a wife, you have to ask. Yeah, do you work? How long have you worked? What are your plans? What do you want to do? So if I marry you, what are you doing with me? I need to know. And then they, they, yeah, yeah. How many of you have ever said that? As for me, the person I'm marrying must be funny. You, you see, because when you marry, the last thing you want is somebody who is joking about serious things. Hey, our money is finished. Can you believe it? We have totally run out of money. Come and hop on my back. Let's go. Let's But it was the same jokes that make, used to make you giggle. Yeah. yeah. So you will see that the way you, you should start thinking about certain things must graduate before you you, you know you, you say that i'm not talking to this person again i'm not can you just spend a little bit of time and find out what exactly has the person done that is worth destroying the friendship destroying the relationship because a lot of us that is one of the foolish areas most of us we have fallen at some point we have lost relationships that we should have kept over very trivial things. Very, very, very trivial. When they were having their 50th birthday, they didn't invite me. I mean, when I was doing my own, I invited them. Every event I've had, I've invited them. They have theirs, they don't invite me. From today. Really? A piece of cake? This person who has been there for you, Helped you? Saw you through? But I can't marry him. Eee, when he's eating he's chewing. It's so loud. You can hear the It's too embarrassing. I can't even watch him chew. I said become a bit more sophisticated. <laughs> you realize that the one who is chewing nice you know that some of us, people come and tell us stories about people and then we mess up the relationship. And sometimes it's because that person is envious of the relationship. And then you, you follow in your naivety and simple-mindedness. And then and then you go and destroy a relationship that's actually going to be a blessing for you. Some of us, the person we should marry has already come to pass through our hands. ba 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 because the truth of the matter is that these are our Christian brothers, sometimes they don't look attractive. Yeah. Romantic is zero. Presentation zero Raps minus four. So unless Pastor steps in to, to intervene. And give the rest of the raps on their behalf. (laughs) Ah, We all came to church on Sunday. We all had God factor. We all had make up your mind. Now, Monday you call me, Monday evening you call me. Do you know the God factor is still on my mind? Hi. Hi. Somebody say pastor preach pastor preach. You <laughs> not come to summarize them. Is that why you called? <laughs> In fact, over the night God spoke to me about it again and So somebody who is totally marriage material will make an amazing husband, a loving husband, a hard-working husband. But this is God factor. (laughs) What you don't you see, Jesus even taught us, he said, give to Caesar what is Caesar and give to God what is God. What does that mean? That sometimes the raps must be raps. It's not every time you come to give raps, then you turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 4, James chapter 5. People have divorced over absolutely ridiculous things. Ridiculous things. Totally ridiculous things. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I can't I just can't. Can't. I'd rather be by myself. Can't just just the sight of him. because you see time will show you that how foolish you had been you find young people I won't go to school again I won't do this again. 40 years down the line right eh? now you are swiping all the things at Asda and you remember oh, if i just Yes. Today, Aggie is preaching with me fully. I have to give her a microphone because today she's, she's on phone. You see, because this thing that we are talking about, we all of us understand it. Do you understand? We can all give our own examples. We can all give our own examples. Listen, there are some people that their marriages are not happy at all. They have very, very frustrating, miserable marriages. Because they can't see what things to let slide, what things to make an issue. When we should hold family meeting, When we shouldn't hold family meetings. When there are things that you haven't seen and things that you have seen. So you're always unhappy. In fact, the reality of it, for a number of marriages, you will realize that when something ends up happening, like an affair or something, you will see that when you come and look at the root of it, you see that it was just some simple, simple, small, small issues. Small, 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 baby, baby issues that you want. The next thing about naivety is that it believes everything. Because of a lack of conviction about anything. It believes everything. Because of a lack of conviction about anything. That's why the the scripture we just read, it said the simple believes every word. Believes everything because of a lack of conviction about anything. And I can not see how you can be a Christian and not have a conviction. There are certain things that as a Christian you have to have your own personal conviction about. I get so surprised when people come and they want to discuss. Is fornication wrong this? What about this? Really? This discussion you're having, you know the answer. You must have your own conviction. You must have your own thing that you know that and so that anything that comes at you you have something to compare it with. You have something to reflect it in. You have something to use as a measure. All these funny things in the last couple of years we've had and we keep laughing about them. From And it's everywhere. Do you know I only thought, I thought it was only in Africa that we have all these funny prophets. It's not only in Africa. When you go to America, they have all of them there in different forms, different shapes. Do you understand? And the reason why they will always get people to come because there are people who believe anything because they don't really have a conviction about anything. In Leeds here, yeah, they now have this uh, uh, brother, whatever, black Jews. Yes. So now you have Even people who have been brought up as Christians, supposedly, now fighting Christianity and saying that it's a white man's religion, then you immediately see that you have lost the plot. That's why Ephesians said that we are are tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. It's only the naive one that is tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Yeah, this church they gossip a lot. Ah, it's true. Oh, this church, no, they are really nice. Ah, it's true. Oh, this church, the preaching is really powerful. Yeah. This church, I think they have some heresies. I thought so too. You don't thought nothing. (laughs) What is said is what you take. So whoever comes to you first to say their own, that's what you take. John says he'll marry me. James says he'll marry me. Recently, Judah says he wants to marry me. Another thing about a naive person, not sure where to begin to find answers and so accepts whatever answers are given. And that is for those of us who don't make any effort. The Bible described a certain group of people that they were more noble. Because after their head, they went to set the scripture if what they were being taught was so. So if you don't know where to find your answers, then everybody can give you answer. Everybody can give you solution. Listen, let me tell you, never tolerate nonsense from my man. ever. Ever. Whatever you do, do not tolerate any nonsense from a man. That's a bit oh, thank you, Auntie, for good counsel. <laughs> Listen, when we were in South Africa, there was a mother who had told the daughter that as for men, now they are here, now they are not. So, as you are working hard, please bring the money. So that I will store it away for you. So that on that day you will have you will have something to fall back on. You see, that is that is ungodly counsel. It's okay, it's okay. Let her phone ring. Let me give you another one. It is also a lack of understanding of of cause and effect principles. The naive person doesn't realize that, listen, to every action there's an opposite but equal reaction. That there is an effect to every cause. If you keep insulting your husband, one day he'll slap you. If you keep cheating on your wife, one day she will leave you. If you keep stealing, one day you'll be caught. If you keep sleeping around, one day you'll get HIV. Cause and effect. I don't know what happened, I'm pregnant. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. (laughs) Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. 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 It was Jesus. <laughs> to every cause, there is an effect. Listen, even children, when uh, you tell the child, don't run down the stairs. Don't run down the stairs. What did they do? They ran down the stairs. They ran. Do not. But when that child runs down the stairs and then hears. And then sees the blood gushing from somewhere. Even when you say, "No, no, you can just go down." "No, no, no, ma'am." No. Because they have experienced the cause and effect. <laughs> that when you run down the stairs. Listen, me, I learned by experience that hot iron burns. Because I can remember my mom always saying, don't touch iron. Turn the iron off. Take it. And then my sister and I were playing with iron like that till I hit on my hand. Shh.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you know that every most of us. Because of foolishness, a lot of things we have had to learn by cause and effect. Don't touch the knife. It's a sharp knife. Ah! (laughs) Then next time, oh, get the knife for me. (laughs) When you begin to understand that every action, there will be action. Choose your actions carefully for the reactions you want. Yeah. yeah, I think we teach it in marriage counseling that husbands, there are some things that you can do. Your home will always be nice. You will always have a happy marriage. Yeah, Because once you identify the things that always put a smile on your wife's face, or the things that she likes to hear, which will cost you zero. And you just memorize them. Say it morning, text it afternoon, send it evening. Oh! When you get home, you see that, welcome home. <laughs> 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 I, I think that this one, they're talking to Minister Sheila. I think Mr. Lamte has discovered. Um, yeah, listen. I, I I shouldn't be saying this when Reverend Oh, there are certain text messages when I send to Reverend I know that the bank account will be open. My bishop. Len, learn, learn. learn. I will teach you. I, I, this one, we have to do it when we have ladies. We can't talk about this here. Oh, he, can, he knows. Hey, You're, you see, when, 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 when you say Chris, oh, it's for certain levels. When you say Reverend, you say, to my bishop, cause hey. <laughs> and effect. Yeah, because you find (laughs) 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 easy, simple things. You wonder why the temperature in your house is high? (laughs) You wonder why you are so frustrated about things? Analyze what you've been thinking about. Analyze what you've been thinking about. If you keep thinking about that, it will shape you. It will bring you sadness or joy. Yeah. If you see the person you are married to as lovely, you will enjoy love. If you think that you've married a monster, there will be kakai in your house. You have to stop just letting things happen. Yeah. You see, some of us, even we open our mouth, hey, today is going to be a very bad day. It will be a bad day. Cause and effect. (sighs) This interview I'm going, I don't think I'll get the job. So who should give you the job? As for me, I'm not beautiful. And some of us also, if you keep telling your husband or your wife, why aren't you as hardworking as this? Why aren't we as rich as these people? Well, you will also reap that. Yeah. Look at how beautiful this woman is. Look at how beautiful. What have you done to make her beautiful? What input? What have you put in there that you want to reap beauty? Even her jericho, you won't pay for it. Yeah. If they ask if, she, if have you even ever asked her this weaver, how much does it cost? You want her to look like Mrs. Prinkensteen. Go ahead and ask Mr. Prinkensteen what he does. Tell her to give Tina money to take her to self uh have nickels. She'll go and buy you big, big things. Do you know that the thing that you invest in, you value? The church you invest in, you value. The relationship you invest in, you value. The work you are doing that you invest in, you value. And we must begin to treat ourselves that way. Some of us, we don't even value our own selves. Because you see, when you value yourself? And somebody comes and is trying to put their hand somewhere in between your... Gee, you bite the No, you don't don't bite the fingers. (laughs) Don't bite the fingers, but I mean, bite it. But don't bite it. But try and bite it. (laughs) Don't really bite it, but I mean, as close to biting as you can. Proverbs twenty-two, verse three. Oh, let's go home. Hey, time has. You see, you people. Next week, we are going to talk about another kind of foolish person. I pray that we are learning something out of this. Cause and effect. Everything has. Yeah. Those of you who like driving very fast. Alfred and Uncle Willie. Amen. I've been told that Uncle Willie can take thirty minutes to haul. I thought I was bad. Then I met him. Then I saw that you can carry the crown. If you like driving fast, be ready for what comes with it. Yeah. You know, every time I'm listening to the news and they say, oh, somebody on Mount something, something has died, I know it's not a black guy. (laughs) You know, Mount Everest, somebody is lost, went hiking, or has fallen. It's not a black guy. (laughs) (laughs) Bill, I tell these people to shut up. It says that a prudent, a wise man foresees the evil. Proverbs 22, verse 3. A wise man foresees the evil and hides himself. But the simple pass on and are punished. Some of us, when we are in a certain environment, you can see that this environment, the longer I stay here, the more likely there will be trouble. You know, some of our young people, a lot of times, even when they are at a party or somewhere, they can tell when trouble is brewing. The prudent man hides himself; leaves. The wise man follows on, and then is punished. You can see. You you can see. You can see. You can see. You are not married to the person. He has cheated on you once. He has cheated on you twice, and then you follow on to be punished. We had this argument uh, discussion. Isn't it last week? Was it last week? Last Thursday or the Thursday? Yeah, at uh, community. I said. Whether you like it or not. When a relationship breaks, you can never say, I didn't see it coming. You choose not to see the warning signs, you choose hoping that they shall fade away. Let every other thing fade away. Let me give you a last scripture and then let's go. We have to go. It's 840. I didn't even realize time has passed. I'm sorry. We shall. How many of us think that we should deal with all the foolishness? Amen. Amen. You see, wise people want to know what foolish things are. You can tweet it. Wise people want to know what foolish things are. Because when you know what something is, then you know whether to take it or avoid it. Yeah, most people, most young people who, most young people who get drunk or whatever, they'll say, oh, they didn't know that alcohol makes you drunk, that weed can affect your brain, that cocaine is better than crack. That's what their theory is. Proverbs chapter 12, verse number 15. The way of a fool is right in his own wise, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Verse 16. A fool's wrath is presently known, but a prudent man covers his shame. A fool's wrath. You see, when foolishness is leaving you, the way you treat your anger is different. It says that a fool's worth is present as long as they're angry, you know. You understand? Whether they're at their workplace, wherever it is, the wise person knows when to exhibit, how to exhibit. You see, and all these things, they affect you in every area of your... You see, when you are married and you are conscious of some of these things, you know that, listen, where we, what we are feeling now, we can't discuss The issue. Otherwise, this scripture will come to pass. It's like talk about it later. Because time will take some of the foolishness away. So that when you see, husbands never try and quarrel with your wife, as well when it comes to mouth. They are anointed. When they insult, it rhymes. It's a gift. You can't beat it. And the wives too and the women that we know that we can do it. We also have to apply wisdom. Because when you open your mouth and you say, look at the foolish man. Useless. Who is the wife of the useless man? (laughs) At least he knows he's useless. But you're going to marry the useless man.